1: Alrighty, I'm joined today by Trevin and Amanda from the seriously sinner from the seriously sinister podcast. That's a tongue. I didn't realize it was a tongue twister until I tried to say it out loud. The seriously sinister podcast. welcome, how you guys doing? We're good.
2: doing good. and don't worry you are not the only one who <laughs> gets tongue tied with that.
1: It doesn't look like it should be a tongue twister, but I can't spit it out. I can't do it.
2: <laughs> it's okay.
1: Yeah, so I'm super excited about this. I hadn't listened to your guys' podcast before um this because I have to listen to so many I have to listen to all kinds of podcasts every week for this. I freaking love what you guys are doing. This is the the best thing that I've listened to. I've I was I was laughing and still somehow super interested in how these stories were gonna shake out. Like it was like the most sinister true crime thing ever, and you know, it's about a guy riding naked on an A T V. It's amazing. Um, uh, So before we get into what the podcast is, because for any of you listening that haven't heard seriously sinister, this is this is a very fresh, new, unique take on true crime. Um, It's so. Before I even get into to to more about you guys, I I have to know whose idea was this format for the podcast.
3: Uh, It was mine.
2: Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say, it kind of came together really quickly, and we were on a phone call, and we wanted to do something different, but I'm more of the true crime person, and Trevin's more of the comedy guy, and he's like, you know, I want to do something true crime, but I want it to be us, and then out of nowhere, he just thought of petty crimes, and I was like, oh, I love that, and and so, because I'm not a very serious person no, like naturally anyway. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, he he came up with it like that on a random phone call.
3: Yeah, it was like one of those weird prequel movies that you watch where they're like, <laughs> oh, how did like how did Han Solo get his name? And like, oh we'll just put solo. But I was just like, oh, and I just kind of looked <laughs> off into the distance and said, true petty crime. It was really weird. It was like something just hit me out of the blue. I love
1: it. It's such a good idea. Because you know there are tons of comedic true crime podcasts out there, which right. I, you know, I don't know what you guys know about me, but I was a former firefighter for years. So we are just kind of known for a dark sense of humor. So I can listen to someone joke about a very serious crime and I enjoy it, but there's always the people out there that's like, how could you be so callous and laugh about these crimes?" But you guys are are like, you, you do it in a way that we get that same true crime feel but it's about a nonsense crime that doesn't really have a victim, and there's no reason to take it super seriously. it's i I love it, love it, love it, love it. you guys are amazing, oh, thank, thank you, you.
2: <laughs> it was it's kind of the opposite take where you know a true crime comedy, like you said, they usually are joking about the serious stuff, and we are trying to make the non serious stuff sound serious, so
1: yeah. It's completely bass, backwards from whatever what those other ones are doing. <laughs> e- executed flawlessly. So, and so you guys, uh, you're in kind of, I, I like to call it kind of the mecca of the true crime podcasting world because one of the very first true crime podcast generation, why? They're from Kansas City. Have you guys ever had any contact with Justin and Aaron, or do they they snub you guys?
2: Oh no, oh. we love them. We love them. We <laughs> we met them at. Um, we briefly saw you at the Kansas City true crime thing, but Trev and I were just starting. Oh, I mean, okay. we only had a couple episodes at that point, but we met uh-huh. them there. And I actually just saw Aaron at a tattoo shop. Just the other day, uh, my husband was getting a tattoo.
1: I can't wait to see Aaron at CrimeCon because I just saw one of his Instagram posts the other day. And, like, as far as I know, he's never had any tattoos and now like I just saw a post and like he's completely sleeved out like what the hell happened? Yeah. To
2: him? Yeah, mm-hmm. no he has a whole sleeve now. There's a lot of bright colors. I saw him as he was leaving and I I sent him a, a DM cuz they they're very supportive of us. They they have been yeah. since the beginning. They're honestly some of the most like humble people we've met that For are so sure. big. yeah. And Aaron even did a guest story on our show once as well. Oh, so nice. Yeah, he he's so cool, but I was like, "Did I just see you at the tattoo place? I hope your tattoo's great." And he's like, "Yep, that was me."
1: That's awesome. Yeah, and I was obviously joking about them snubbing you. Those guys are <laughs> are they've been they've been super supportive of. And again, they're one of the OGs in the space, and they've always been very very supportive of of all kinds of new startup podcasts. And so that's awesome that you guys are are in the same town. So I want to get to know you guys a little bit. So tre- so Trevin, I'm going to start with you. Okay. I did- so were you guys when, when you guys were at that Kansas City event? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I re- were you guys there the when I of course I didn't get in till late the second night. Um so I was only there for a little bit. Were you guys there the next day and I was just breezing through like when I was doing the panels and stuff or were you guys already like leaving as I was coming?
3: Yeah, we quickly met you. Uh we took right before at the end of the day when we were leaving, we took a picture with the guys from Generation Y and you and Kelly both photo bombed us.
1: Oh yeah, that sounds like me.
2: Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> we didn't really get to talk with you, but yes, you are in one of our pictures.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> me and Kelly, who is our new editor now. Mm-hmm. So, so Trevin, you are from—you are both from Kansas City. You're you're a music guy, right?
3: Correct. Yeah, I went to school in Phoenix, uh, the recording or the Conservatory of Recording Arts and Sciences. I learned under some different producers out there, and I just. Money was tight at the end of it, and I didn't really want to intern for free for a year. So then I came back here and pretty much just used my audio background more for hobbies and just local band stuff. And until recently, I've it's pretty much just been solo artist stuff until
1: recently. And and am I to I understand that your solo artist name is Fiesta Maiden? Correct. Is, it, is that like a spin-off of Iron Maiden or what's the what's what's Fiesta Maiden all about
3: uh, so I was a real um, big emo musician who was always making like breakup songs all the time and I'm a big <laughs> I'm a big comic book fan too and so Batman named himself after bats so because he was afraid of them and so I named myself right. Fiesta Maiden because party girls really intimidate me oh <laughs> 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 that's <laughs>
1: and uh um, I I'm I'm told that you're that you're a you're a cat enthusiast. I see you've got but you know, they say you're a cat enthusiast, but I swear a minute ago I saw what looked like a border collie walking around behind you.
3: I've got a little Sheltie. She little uh Sheltie. We recently got her, we just got into this house uh probably like four or five months ago. Or no, it was probably like six months ago now. But uh I said when I got a house with a yard I wanted to get a dog and so uh, I am new to the dog owner world as well. Was it a puppy or a, or a rescue? Uh, a rescue. We got her. She was like two and a half.
1: That, see, that's the way to ease into doghood
3: is, not because
1: if you've never had a dog and your first dog is a puppy, then you'll wonder why anyone ever has an adult dog, <laughs> because <laughs> it's chewing up your shoes and peeing on your carpet and everything else. You got to skip all that stuff.
3: Yeah, and she's so respectful with the cats. The only problem is my main cat that I've had the longest is a bully who goes out of his way to beat her up all the time, so that's <laughs> that's been an extra work that I didn't think was going to be a thing.
1: Nice. And uh, so you, you said your music stuff was... Was like more hobby did you have a you have a full-time career outside of music
3: yeah i just work corporate for a uh semi-truck dealership for now exciting stuff uh hopefully. yeah not a passion <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> soon full-time true crime podcaster hey hopefully and the last i don't know i don't know if erica's still on this call or not but i don't know what her obsession is with this movie but she says that you're a fan of horror movies including saw she had to point out after I don't know oh yeah Kevin w- Cook we're in a saw shirt right good, now are very (laughs) nice so you're big time you and kevin cook the saw people yeah so all of them are or like just the original
3: one i mean they're all as they get further down the line it's more in towing the guilty pleasures line because it's not that good anymore but i mean i still support and watch anything they do and uh but technically i just really like the first four mainly but they're all they all have something to them just the first four like that's pretty good like
1: it's it's, i didn't even know there was like this many people out there in the world that are that bigs a fan uh, big of fans of the movie saw and now apparently everyone we have on the show uh, amanda are you a big uh, saw fan
2: Oh, God, no. (laughs) No. No, no. I am not a horror movie fan at all. But one of the things that Trevin and I plan to do more is we're going to have a Patreon account here soon. And we already did one movie night where he made me uh, watch The Conjuring and we recorded like my reactions. And yeah, there's some pretty (laughs) shocking reactions on there. (laughs)
1: not a not a horror movie buff yourself oh
2: god no i am such a wuss
3: when we first started the show we were going to try to do this whole thing where kind of like how we flip everything on its head we were going to do a thing where i talked about a horror movie that inspired me in the episode and then she was going to pretty much misdirect it the whole time and and talk about like a Disney movie that like creeped her out or something, but at the you wouldn't know it was a Disney movie until the very end when she revealed it. Right. But the movie talk only lasted a couple episodes.
1: <laughs> I I like the idea, but it sounds like a lot of work to put put all that put all that together. Yeah, yeah. You guys are too – Your podcast came out just a year ago, right? March of twenty twenty one. You've already done uh, what over fifty four episodes, but so you're like barely a year into podcasting, and neither of you were in a closet, and that's. <laughs> Pretty impressive for for most people I talk to.
2: We kind of lucked out with having Trevin, (laughs) or I lucked out, um, just because he is very knowledgeable about recording and editing, and I mean, every song that's on our show, like during the stories that we tell, he makes all the original music and editing and everything. He's really good at that kind of stuff. So, Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> he was able to set, set you up in a place to record that that doesn't have to be it's it's kind of a bummer because I do like like i i'm able to, to glean a lot about a person's life by the clothes they have hanging in their closet <laughs> while we're <laughs> while we're talking so you know like i i know like so you seem to be just in a basement it looks like a man it looks like a basement window behind you
2: yes yep yep and I've got my my daughter's little fort thing over here a printer behind me yeah it's pretty chill down here <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and you're and you're pregnant right now, right?
2: Yes, I could really go into labor at any second. Not to freak you guys out,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> Listen, just if you if you water breaks, you, you've got plenty of time. You can give us another twenty five
2: minutes, <laughs> right? Right. Wrap
1: up, we'll be fine. Yeah. Do you know if you have boy or girl coming?
2: Um, I'm not finding out. We didn't find out with our daughter either. But I had dreams when I was pregnant with her. She's almost four now. My first daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, I had dreams that she was a girl. And I've had dreams that this one's a boy, but this one I'm a little more unsure of. I haven't had as many vivid dreams, so we will see.
1: That's great. I'm so way too OCD for any of what you just did. Like, I need to know immediately <laughs> what sex the baby's going to be so that we know what the name is going to be and how I can paint the nursery, all that. I couldn't possibly do what you're doing. You
2: know, right I hear that a lot. I really do. I, I mean... People look at me like I'm kind of crazy. Like, we have this technology, you weirdo. Why aren't you using it? And I get it. I get it. I really do. I For the second one, I almost did want to find out the gender just so I could tell our daughter, you know, what was going on. Mm-hmm. But my husband was like, no, let's just do it again. Like, it's fine. We have gender neutral stuff and we just pick multiple names out ahead of time. And
1: Yeah. And plus, you know, the more, maybe the third, because the more kids you, you have, the less parenting you do. I mean, <laughs> you'll see. I mean, you don't think so right now. Like, you think you're going to love this one just as much as the last one. <laughs> <laughs> But you you'll find like you probably have somewhere a little book that has like her first lock of hair from her first haircut and her foot yeah I've got that for my first one too yeah um, the rest of them like where's my book I'm like I don't listen, <laughs> dude like we were moving and I don't know where any of that stuff
2: how many kids do went. you have
1: I have four and by the fourth one it's like are you breathing and we've got food in you <laughs> we're good like that's fine like, like like I dropped you off at school once you're there that's on them now I don't care what happens in there. That's their problem.
2: Right. <laughs> I could see that after four. I think I'm going to be done after two. I I mean, props to you. Whew.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it, and now, granted, I had... So my wife and I have a blended family. So I have two and she has two. But we've been together for over 10 years, 11 years now. So... So her two have been my two since they were very little. So I consider them all. But that, yeah, that was especially. So I had the two. So I was already like only half ass parenting one of my kids. (laughs) And then it's like, here's two more. Now you have four of them. And then it's like, listen, there's chaos all the time. Like if everybody's breathing, then we're fine. Right. Yeah, everything's good. What about you, Trevin? Any kids?
3: No, I just got three cats and the dog. Three three cats and
1: and the dog. That's it. And he plans for children.
3: Um, I would like to at least have one eventually.
1: Yeah, are there any uh, any uh, elderly people in your life telling you that you're throwing your life away by not having children yet? <laughs>
3: uh, not so much. But my <laughs> my parents, they do really want to be grandparents. They love kids. Uh, my girlfriend's parents, she comes from a large family, so there's kids everywhere. So they're like, yeah, whatever. We don't really care. But my parents yeah. definitely. <laughs> yeah they want some
1: Mm -hmm. uh i have a brother who is 35 who just found out that his girlfriend's pregnant with their first it's it's, i was my dad i play cards i play poker with my dad every thursday night with with a group of guys and two of them now these guys are in their 70s two of them have children that are pregnant at the moment (laughs) like we, we i told you the dark sense of humor and so, you know, <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, Yeah, well, good job on Brent. You might be able to you might still be around to see this one drive. I wouldn't count on graduating high school, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't find it as funny as I do. No, I could see
3: that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um and then uh Amanda, it says that so you're a photographer, is that your is that your like day job or is that a hobby?
2: Yeah. I was doing that as like my full time job for a few years. I have my own website um, where I do like... Family photos, newborns, you know, all that stuff. But I also worked for a company, gosh, I think it was for five years where I was a jewelry photographer for them. And so, yeah, I love photography. So any of like the pictures, like the picture of Trevin and I on like our main podcast image, like I I set up a tripod and took that. So, hey, that's my way of pitching in, right? (laughs) (laughs) I can take pictures.
1: all the editing custom score and new music <laughs> for every episode you took the one picture right. uh, to put <laughs> right. on
2: the- i'm like hey i've taken a picture and <laughs> um and i post to social media sometimes but yeah um yeah so i did that for a long time as soon as i found out actually right before i found out i was pregnant with this one my husband and i decided like I kind of wanted to step away from that job and try and do my own things and just like focus on our podcast. And I also make murder mystery parties that I've been selling on Etsy, which that's kind of uh, become more popular too.
1: How, you you wait, slow down. You make parties. Yes. How do, we already know that Trevin's already scared because he's afraid of party girls. <laughs> true. And you're creating a party and then selling it on the internet. Explain that. To yes.
2: Me. <laughs> so, and Trev and I, we've been friends for years and years. He was actually at the first murder mystery party that I threw at my house.
3: Yeah, but and she actually took the uh, she did the art for my album cover too. Oh yeah, for my solo album.
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the
1: picture.
3: Yep, she did the editing and everything for it. Audio or even nice. I mean, video picture. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but no, I I I create like murder mystery characters, a plot. I make all the clues. I come up with speaking parts for all the characters. Like I go way overboard and like throwing parties are one of my favorite things ever. So I already had these parties. Like I've done a disco themed one, a 20s one, a Christmas one last year. And I decided might as well sell these and people have started buying them so that's good.
1: so so if I if I were to buy uh, first of all what's your Etsy shop if anybody listening wants to buy one of your parties where do they go yeah do that?
2: it's called uh Mandy's mysteries
1: Mandy's mysteries yes so if I go on the Mandy's mysteries on Etsy and I buy a murder mystery party what am i is I, what I'm getting like scripts in, like is, is that how it works yes
2: so you can either buy a digital copy of it or um I can print everything for you and you can buy the printed like full box version of it a lot of people will just do the digital one and print them themselves but the the benefit of getting the printed one is sometimes i have like extra props that i include and send whereas the the digital download people will have to like provide bags or you know it depends on the show or the story but um yeah it's basically just like a host description, I walk you through step-by-step step what you do, character cards, I have printed or printable decorations, I have everything in there that you would need.
1: So you can literally buy a party on the yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: and it's Mandy's mystery. It's really well done. We did her, we're usually kind of her uh, guinea pigs with it, and you get like a card that says oh, hey, your name's Ted, and usually everybody is some sort of a character trope of some sort, and it's like, you're upset because Bonnie's cheating on you, and your son Robert (laughs) uh, ran away, and something like that. So then when you go mingling with other people, you go find who Bonnie is, and so you guys almost have to act like you both hate each other or whatever, so everybody else can see that, and then at the end, somebody guesses who they think committed the murder, because eventually one person will get taken out of it. And you have to figure out who killed that person. That's I've never been to
1: a murder mystery party, but it sounds amazing. I would ruin. I'm an overactor, and I need to get <laughs> a lot of attention. So, like, if I was that one, Trev, I would, I would <laughs> walk in. Bonnie, you bet. No, it's, you, was, would be, really... you would
2: be. would be perfect. That, that's what you need for a murder mystery party: is people who are going to really go above and beyond with their characters. That's me. Yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> On our. On our '70s one, I I was the guy who had just recently been broken up with by a girl, and so I was playing like this really sad, like broken up with kid, and it was perfect for me because I just channeled myself ten years ago, and <laughs> I everybody was supposed to hate this main character that gets killed, and I know it was taking place in the '70s, but by the end of it, I was drunk and like standing on a bench yelling at people saying uh, hashtag. Fuck Jerry, or whatever his name was. I forget what his name was. And I started a chant where everybody said it with me, but I was definitely using hashtag way out of the era. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Hashtag, I didn't even catch that hashtags in this. Right. <laughs> the hell is a hashtag? <laughs> well, that's that's awesome. I may this this may be something I will have to. The problem is my wife is super lame when it comes to games, so she won't participate. My wife would be like, Psh, "I will sit in the kitchen and drink wine while you guys are <laughs> doing your little game thing." Uh, but Zach, my co-host from, uh, from truth and justice, uh, in his wife, they'll, they'll get down. Yeah. We might have to make this thing happen. It sounds fun. Oh
2: my gosh. Yes.
1: So, so the podcast it was Trevin's idea. You got, it was just one conversation. Had you guys been talking about doing a podcast or was it just like, he's like, Hey, I have an idea for a podcast. This is exactly how it's going to go. All you have to do is take a picture. <laughs>
2: No, we actually, I was doing a show with a different friend of mine, and that show fell through. Um, But Trevin was one of the first people that I reached out to. And I was like, how would I even record a podcast? What would I even do? I knew he was really tech savvy. And so he was helping us with that show. And when that fell through, I was like, hey, I still want to do something and I want to do something even better. And he was like, I'd like to do something and be more involved in, like, actually, you know, within the show. And so that's how we came up with doing our own together.
1: That's awesome. And and so from there, let's let's go ahead and let's move into our case of the week. And it's a it's a tragic story. It really <laughs> is. Uh, and it was it was covered in your third episode, uh, which is titled "Grand Meth Auto." <laughs> Uh, takes place in Kansas City mm-hmm. and and I'm going to let you guys kind of tell the, the, the this this harrowing story um and and you know you, you give everybody a little taste of 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 the tone they may hear when they listen to one of your episodes. As you tell us about Jonathan Menth, this the this this disturbed man who committed this horror series of horrible crimes.
3: Do you want me to take it or do you want to go for you it?
2: You go for it, Trevin. This was your story.
3: So on a cold fall, I guess it was, yeah, a cold winter morning, a man who was naked drove a four-wheeler down (laughs) the main highway here in Kansas City and was going down the wrong side of the road and really causing a real stir. And so many people saw this. Amanda was actually one of the people on the highway that saw it. And you saw this happen?
2: Yes, which when when Trevin did this as a story, we don't tell each other what stories we're going to talk about beforehand. I just looked at him and I was like, "Trevin, I am one of the victims of this story. I saw that man's balls bouncing up and down on this four-wheeler." <laughs>
1: you poor thing. You were a you were a victim. Of of him, but you know, I'll, I'll, let, you, I'll let you continue <laughs> the story because I do have some questions okay. that I don't that I don't know if they if they even can be answered. But I've got I've got some pretty deep thoughts. here.
3: <laughs> okay, so he th- they say the the run or the chase went on for about an hour because he was kind of once he got off the highway, he was cutting into places where obviously the cop cars couldn't go, and uh, they eventually cornered him down by some railroad tracks where he struck a junction box and went flying off nude, and then got arrested. Uh, but that's all that we knew at the time when I wanted to cover the story. But the more that I looked into it, he had actually stolen a car the morning before or earlier that day and escaped. And then what was weird for me was Amanda was one of his victims, but the four wheeler in which he stole belonged to my supervisor at work. So,
1: no fucking way. Yeah.
3: Like when I got in from, or when I got into work that next Monday, everybody was just circling my boss and I'm like, what's, why is she so popular today? And they're like, oh, a naked man stole her four wheeler and was in a high speed chase. And so what did, what's crazy about it, like Kansas City's
1: not a small town. Like everything you just said, I can 100% relate to because I live in a town with 2,000 people in it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But this (laughs) happened in Kansas City in, and and Amanda was one victim, and Trevin's boss was another.
2: Right. Just, Isn't that bizarre?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But they, d- they said they never recovered his clothes. They don't know if he lost his clothes after stealing the car in between there or what. I know that my boss always kept their window to their barn open because they had barn cats. So the barn cats would go in through the window. Well, naked men also go through the window, I guess. And they left <laughs> right. the keys in the four-wheeler. He opened up the garage and... That's what started the race. But when they arrested him, he said that he was... And I'm pretty sure this was just the meth talking. But he said that he was kidnapped by a guy named Jerry or something. And and he had to get out. But, Hashtag fuck Jerry. Yeah, fuck Jerry. <laughs> fuck Jerry.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. There was never any proof behind that. So that, that was some of my
1: questions were... no, no, okay, so it was taken out of her barn. I don't know why I was thinking... He was headed towards a casino. I was thinking he stole the ATV from the casino, but no, it, it came out of a barn.
3: Yeah, he was just kind of wandering aimlessly wherever the cops weren't, and actually, where he had hit the junction box was where an old casino used to be, and it's just okay. Yeah, it was just bound by the railroad tracks. Well, because you know, my my first question is the obvious question. I mean,
1: listen, I understand him stealing the PT Cruiser. I don't know why he was dr- was well, he was driving around with two flat tires on it. Um, <laughs> he's clearly not a super good driver. Uh, gets into a pursuit, runs away from the, uh, escapes from the police, and then commits another crime later that night by shimmying in naked through this barn. And, and but the question is, why was he naked? Even if fucking Jerry kid,
3: <laughs> yeah. why is he naked? Yeah, and it was a pretty chilly day, if I remember right. Yeah, like it was it's in February. It was 25th, in February yeah. in the Midwest.
1: Yeah, February in the Midwest, and he's butt
3: naked.
2: I I wish we could tell you why, Bob.
3: I mean, he went to high school not too far from where I went to high school. I've I've stalked him on Facebook, and he he owns up to it. He shares his own memes. I mean, he seems to be a pretty good sport. I have not interviewed him or tried to. I don't know if he's a character oh, I want to talk to. He should have got him on the show. <laughs> uh,
1: maybe if maybe a nice follow up, Amanda. So you being a victim and a witness, did it? Could you when you saw him? Could you tell? I mean, I guess what I'm getting. How cold was it? <laughs> If
3: you know what I mean?
2: It was pretty cold, Bob. <laughs> it was pretty, pretty cold. <laughs>
3: Let me tell you, Bob, it was frigid. It was very frigid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just remember I was driving with my That's a penis joke, right? by the way, for all you
1: listening. That was a very clearly a penis joke. Right, I ahead. hope
2: I hope they caught on. I really do. Yeah. Um No, I was, my husband was driving and I was in the passenger seat and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And I was like, I just saw a naked man on a four wheeler (laughs) and he was like, he thought I was bullshitting him. And he was just like... Well, of course. Yeah. He's like, yeah, right. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I just saw his balls, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you understand. Like, but naked on this thing. It was so bizarre. And then when it was everywhere on the news, I was like, see... I'm not crazy.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> I did t- see, like, around around my parts where I live, like, the only thing out of the ordinary about that story, like the only part that people would say think you're bullshitting was the fact that he's naked in February. Right. Like, if you were like, there's a guy speeding down the wrong side of the road, appears to be high on a four-wheeler, we like, is it Phil? Like, who is it? He, <laughs> they kicked him out of the tavern again, and now Phil's driving down the road because, <laughs> you know, he's on the ATV because he lost his driver's license because of all the previous DUIs, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. All that checks out, the naked part is the, like, like who lives in the Midwest and doesn't know to put some clothes on when you go out in the February air? Right. It was
2: not smart.
1: Have
3: you seen the popular uh, meme of
1: it? I have not. I, all I have is a screenshot that Erica shared with me, on the, uh, and I can't stop looking at it. Uh, <laughs> <of> <laughs> what does is, what is the popular meme say?
3: Well, I, there's so many different iterations of it, but one of the main ones I've seen where it, it just says... Uh when she calls you up for a late night booty call and it's just a naked guy riding a sword <laughs> down the highway. <laughs> <laughs> on my way. Yeah. <laughs> That's great.
1: Well, you know, you know, let's get let's get serious here for a minute. I mean, this is a serious the guy was this bond he was arrested. His bond was set uh for fifty thousand dollars. What was that? He had a list of charges. He was charged with uh sexual misconduct. Mm-hmm. This you you can get on that list for a lot of ways. I didn't know this was one of them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's this is gonna, it, this is gonna, I shouldn't laugh, but it's gonna stick with him forever. <laughs> Everywhere he was like, no, I can't live within 500 feet of a school. Right. Because I rode a four wheeler naked down the highway. And then, so that happened. He got, when he got that, he got, uh, uh, uh property damage, tampering with a vehicle, burglary, $50,000 bond, you know, but I don't know, did, uh, uh how oh and the best part is that the judge sets the bond at $50,000 with the stipulation that he's not to go out in public quote from the judge's order unless fully dressed yep <laughs> <laughs> that's that's i love the judge like uh, i, I want to meet this
3: judge that did that
1: oh but yeah. do we know was he was he convicted did he plead out i mean what what happened to,
3: to to poor jonathan i think he pled out he was pretty i mean he when i was stalking on his facebook he was away for a little while but he was he was back in not too long i mean he might have went to jail for a short amount of time but i don't think yeah, it was too bad for him.
1: four years ago so it's it was, he did less than four years he's back yeah out posting on Facebook and uh, and sharing his own memes, right? <laughs> yeah, his friends tag him in it all the time, and he's very excited about it. <laughs> Don't think for one second that I'm not looking this guy up and friend requesting him <laughs> immediately when we get off here. Like, I want to be. I didn't even think about being Facebook friends with Jonathan. <laughs> Uh, and it is that rides his ATV? Well, well, hey, the this, the story's great. You can uh check out the the full episode again as episode three titled "Grand Meth Auto." Episode three. Uh, their names are Trevin and Amanda. The podcast is called "Seriously Sinister." See, I nailed it. That you did time. it. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Could be your next true crime bench and I, I gotta tell you, highly, highly recommend it. If you're just looking for that that true crime feel but but you you don't have to feel guilty about having fun with it, seriously Sinister is the way to go. Check it out. Trevin and Amanda both thank you guys so much for joining me. This has been a lot of fun. Oh thank, oh, thank you. you. Thank
2: you so much. It was really yeah, I had quite the time. <laughs> and
1: good luck with that baby
2: oh thank you like i said i'm it's supposed to be here in two weeks but it could happen any day
1: any day all righty well good luck with that and uh don't forget to feed it
2: (laughs) i will remember that one thank you right